Welcome to the e-commerce badassery podcast, the place for scrappy female entrepreneurs who want to learn actionable steps and strategies to grow the traffic, sales, and profit in your e-commerce business. I'm your host, Jessica Totillo Coster, a 20-year retail veteran who spent three years as the only employee of a seven-figure online store. That shit was crazy. I know exactly how it feels to do all the things, and I'm sharing everything I learned the hard way so you don't have to. I may have started this business by accident, but supporting badass bosses like you lights me the fuck up, and I am so stoked to see you grow. Are you ready, babe? Let's roll. Welcome back to the e-commerce badassery podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Jatillo Coster. If you've been following me for any length of time, you know I am obsessed with email marketing and getting people migrated to Klaviyo was the first service I offered. Now, of course, I also have packages for high-level holistic e-commerce strategy and SEO support, and I'm building out some DIY learning options for you. But email is still a huge part of what I do. It has a great ROI. It has been accepted as a marketing communications medium by people of all ages. And as technology advances, there's so much cool stuff that you can do with automation and things like that. But email has a little sister. And when it comes to millennials and Gen Z, they're all about text message or SMS marketing. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Now, before we get into it, It's not a replacement for email and it's not right for every customer base, but it can be powerful and also makes a great complement to an already solid email strategy. There are two other caveats here. One, it's not quite as widely accepted in general as email marketing yet. So there's still a good number of consumers who want nothing to do with receiving text message marketing, and I happen to be one of those people. I like to keep my texts for those I actually want to talk to, and I like my marketing messages in my inbox where I can leave them if I don't want to read them. SMS messages, on the other hand, are so much more in your face, and that likely has a lot to do with why SMS have an open rate of over 90%. Not to mention the majority of them are read within just a few minutes of receiving them. The other caveat is there are a lot of companies that have gotten themselves into big trouble with SMS marketing, paying a shit ton of money in fines. The penalties for sending unsolicited text messages are hefty, like $500 to $1,500 per incident. And by per incident, I mean per text message. I don't tell you this to scare you or dissuade you, but to urge you to do it the right way and make sure you are in compliance. Do not be willy-nilly about this shit. Okay, now that we got that out of the way, let's dive into some of the key things you need to know and some easy strategies you can implement. First things first, you're going to want a platform built for this, obviously. There are a bunch out there that integrate with some of the tools you already use, and Klaviyo, for instance, launched SMS marketing at the beginning of the year. 
I really like the idea of having it be a part of or integrated with your email marketing platform so you can use them together and have visibility into whether or not a subscriber opened one or the other. And we'll talk more about all of that in a bit when we get to some strategies you can implement. Some of the more popular platforms are SMS Bump, which is now part of Yapo. And there's another one I heard of more recently called Emotive. Their focus is actually giving you a platform to have an automated two-way conversation with your subscribers, which is super cool. At this point, I haven't had the opportunity to use that app, so I don't know much about it. But from a general marketing perspective, we know a two-way conversation is much more powerful than just blasting out messages to people. This, of course, will depend how smart their AI really is, though the statistics they share on their site seem pretty promising. That being said, Klaviyo does have an SMS inbox on their product roadmap, but there aren't any details on how that's going to function. From what I can tell, it will be more like if someone responded to one of your emails and it went to your customer service inbox, for example. One of the things I want to make sure you consider when choosing a platform is the type of phone number that you get. If you've ever signed up for a text marketing list, I'm sure you've seen that most of the time it's a short, maybe five digit number. The thing to be aware of is that these numbers are often shared. So you may have experienced a time where you've received a message from two different companies, but they came from the same short number. This happened to me, and when I was attempting to unsubscribe from one list, it actually unsubscribed me from both, and I never bothered to resubscribe to the original one. With Klaviyo, they actually give a typical 10-digit number, which can seem annoying, but then that number is unique to you, so you never have to worry about losing a subscriber by accident. You can also get a short number from them, but because it's unique, it's not inexpensive. I say if you want to get started with Klaviyo SMS, just stick to the long number. And if you find success and want to get a short number, you can invest in that later. A couple other things you want to keep in mind is that texts are short form by design and only allow for 160 characters. So keep your messages short and sweet. When you're writing them out on these platforms, it should tell you how many messages it's actually going to be for the user, the person who receives it. You definitely don't want to bombard your subscribers with multiple messages in a row. Do you have one of those friends that insists, like, instead of just typing out one long message to you, they send you 10 individual ones, one thought after the other? Does that annoy the fuck out of you too? If you can't get it down to one message, maybe two, it probably shouldn't be a text message at all and consider sending it as an email instead. A couple more things to note, and then we'll jump into some strategies. In terms of how you're charged for these, it's generally just a few pennies per text and often it's a pay as you go model. So it's super cost effective. Lastly, just to touch on the compliance piece again, just because you have someone's phone number does not mean you have the right to text message them. They need to opt in to receive those messages just like they do for email. So focus on collecting their phone number through a pop-up form or having them text the word join to your number. 
This is just one of those few keywords that you're actually required to have along with stop to opt out and some variations of each. Klaviyo manages consent for you and won't send a text message if they don't have SMS consent on their profile. Any reputable platform should work the same way and will have those required keywords built in. I just want to make sure that you're aware and you're asking the right questions when you are looking at different services. And to really protect yourself, go for the double opt-in. This is much less cumbersome in SMS than it is in email because it's happening all in the same text thread. Okay, I'll stop harping on that. So when do you actually want to use text messages and how can you work them into your overall marketing strategy? The first question is to ask yourself, do you think it's something your customer will be interested in receiving? If they're over 50, eh, maybe not. If they're in their 20s, most likely, and then those in their 30s and 40s, just test it out and see. It's going to be a mixed bag there. The good news is since you have those pay-as-you-go options, you can test it out without spending anything until you send an actual text message. So the barrier to entry is pretty low. Next, I would start by inserting it into your existing automation flows like your cart recovery or anything else that is time sensitive. Because the open rate is so high and immediate, it's a great tool for last chance reminders, short-term flash sales, and even reminding your customer that you're about to start a live sale on your social channel. So for instance, let's say you're going to host a live sale or a trunk show on Instagram. You can announce it to your email list a few days before getting them excited about it. The email gives you the opportunity to provide more details and information about the sale, when it's going to be, a sneak peek at what you're going to be featuring, etc. Then maybe 15 to 30 minutes before the actual event, you send them a text message to remind them that the event is happening soon. For your car abandonment emails, maybe you send them an email first, and then if they haven't opened that email within a day or a few hours, you can follow up with a text message. This is where having your SMS deeply integrated with your email platform is really powerful. You may also want to use SMS marketing if you're having a short-term flash sale, like only 24 hours. And even better is you may want to do some exclusive perks just for your SMS subscribers. So if you have a happy hour sale that's just a few hours during the day, an email could be too slow to communicate this, but SMS would be a great option. Here's the other nice thing about SMS. Not a lot of people are doing it. It's still early in the game. Sure, it's been around for a few years, but the adoption rate is still so low. And because the younger generation doesn't even know a time when smartphones weren't a thing, it's all they really know. SMS has the potential to be to that generation what email is to the older generation and radio was to those before them. There is power in being early. It is also possible to be too early at something. And for instance, I'll give you an example. A company I worked with did text messaging years ago, like eight years ago. It was way too early. People weren't into it and the program bombed. 
but times have changed. So if it's something you've been considering, now is a great time to get started. And if it's something you tried in the past and it didn't work, it might be worth trying again. Also, keep in mind that SMS messages are very personal. You've probably heard me say that when someone subscribes to your email list, they're inviting you into their inbox. And SMS is the same, but even more so. It's important you treat that with respect and build a relationship with them through SMS the same way you would an email. So you should also have a welcome series onboarding them to your text list. Set the expectation. Let them know what to expect. How often are you going to send messages to them? What are they going to be about? One of the biggest issues with marketing and customer service just in general is not properly setting the expectation for the customer. And that is with everything from your email list to how long things are going to take before they leave your warehouse and when they can expect to receive their item. So the more that you can set up in the beginning to let them know, the better off you're going to be. And when it comes to like how often you should send them and you might hear a lot of people to tell you that say, send multiple texts per week and maybe that will work for you, but you have to really understand your customer and what they want. So if you don't already know that, start researching now. And then when you do start doing SMS, just start testing it. Just test and see what happens. If you're sending every day and you're getting a lot of people opting out, well, then that tells you they don't want text from you every single day. Maybe it's one to two times a week. Maybe you ramp it up around certain events and things like that, certain holidays. Like I said, you do things specifically for the SMS people so that they feel special and there's a reason for them not to opt out. Another good trick, and I do this for email all the time, is unless you have a really good deal to send them something that you want everyone to know about, you might want to just exclude anyone who made a purchase in the last few days or the last week. It's going to depend on how often your customer shops with you. So keep that in mind. But if you know that people only shop with you like every three months or something like that, maybe they don't want every fucking text that you're going to send. So remember that you are in their personal space on their phone and you want to treat it with respect. So that is SMS marketing. There are a ton of platforms out there that will help you look for one that integrates with your email platform so that you can use the two in conjunction with one another. And if you do end up implementing this, I'd love to hear how it goes for you. So DM me on Instagram and tell me all about it. And that's all I've got for you today. So until next time, my friends, I'll see you on the flip side. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review on Apple Podcasts and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And if you're looking to surround yourself with more product entrepreneurs who totally get your life right now, get your booty on over to the e-commerce badassery Facebook group. Can't wait to see you there. Until next time, e-commerce friends, stay badass.